If you've got a little story you need to share, pull up a chair, he'll listen. Despite of the name and despite of the logo, there's definitely no knitting on this show. Called Good Good Yarns. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of Good Yarns, your story telling podcast uh, with me, Shad Wicker. Each week, I get to sit down with a brand new guest, who brings an outrageous and often quite funny story of their life. You know the deal if you're a subscriber. If you're not, just go and give us a little subscribe so you can get all new good yarns whenever, wherever. Well, it's pretty much every Tuesday, actually, so that's uh, kind of how it works. Before I get into the storyteller this week, a couple of things uh, real quick up top. Uh, if you're in Brisbane listening to the pod, we've got a live show coming up. It's not for the podcast. Uh, it's actually for a really fun live show I do with my mate Peter James, who does the intro for the potty. Uh, it's called Shad and Pete Save the World. It's going to be at the Good Chat Comedy Club. They're uh, looking to do it as a bit of a monthly thing. Basically, the way the show works, uh, I have plugged it on the pod before, um, you rock up to the show, you put any problems that you've got, write them down, whatever they are, chuck them in the bucket. Myself, Peter James, and a couple of really cool comedy guests uh, get up on stage and take turns solving your problems. Things get wild, man. We've had people like uh, reveal to their uh, girlfriend's parents that they're dating live during the show. We've auctioned off furniture. Uh, we've had to deal with some very out there views by certain people at the last show. If you want a little bit of insight into the show, though, you can go to uh, my Instagram, at uh, Wicked Shad, that is S-H. Uh, shout out to the person who messaged me on Insta saying it took forever to find me because I was looking for chads. Um, but, yeah, go over there and you can see some clips of this live show. Tickets are on sale now. You can go to uh, Good Chat Comedy on Insta to get the link or you can find it on my uh, personal Instagram as well. This week's storyteller. Very stoked to have her on because she was kind enough to have me uh, a part of one of her cool projects. Her name is uh, Lorna and she has written a really cool uh, concept for a uh, TV series or a web series uh, called Apps, uh, all centred around an office environment that basically lives inside your phone where all the apps preside. And I was lucky enough to be a part of it, played the role of Snapchat, which is pretty cool. Uh, and there is actually a proof of concept five-minute clip they had to put together um, to try and convince Screen Queensland basically that, hey, this idea could go somewhere. So uh, I'll put the link to that clip in the show notes if you want to go and check it out. Concept's really cool. So any love you can give that on YouTube and share it around with your mates um, would be appreciated because that thing gets off the ground. Woo! I could be on that sweet, sweet minor acting money, baby, uh, instead of this sweet, sweet minor podcasting money, um, which is nothing. We don't have any sponsors. Anyway, don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Um, her story is around trying to break the elusive dry spell. It can happen. It happens to all of us. I've just recently broken up with my uh, girlfriend, and it is a daunting task. When do you get back on the horse? When are you okay to? When will it actually happen? Crazy things. Um, the only thing is with Lorna's, it was a couple of years, and by the end of this story, um, I'm not sure if she broke it or not. Uh, an interesting tale of trying to break the dry spell, getting your confidence back, but also going home with someone that may not quite know what they're doing. Anyway, we kick things off with her actually uh, describing when she first told this story um, on stage uh, and a very good disclaimer right up the top. It was consensual. Anyway, enjoy this episode of Good Yarns. Remember you subscribe, follow and all that jazz. Cheers. <laughs> 
so I told this story, but I didn't preface it with this experience was consensual. Like I, I was a willing participant in this experience. It wasn't good. It wasn't fun, but it was consensual. It was a bit like if somebody invites you over for breakfast and you're like, yeah, I'll definitely come over for breakfast. That sounds real good. And they're like, what do you want to eat? And how do you want your eggs cooked? And you go scrambled and they go, well, fried it is. I'm already making them and it's already happening. And so you're just like, they are going, yep. Okay. All right, here we go. Yeah. And then after breakfast, they come on your back. Okay, yeah, right. (laughs) So I went to this... uh, we were up a, we were up out of town. Uh, my flatmate and I had decided to go on an adventure out of town, and I was feeling real confident. I had just decided right then that I was going to do stand-up comedy, that I was going to, like, give it a crack. I'd written myself five minutes, and I was like, I don't need to get out of my comfort zone. I w- Exciting. I'd been a fighter for three years or something before this, so no drinking, completely sober, like, never gone anywhere. Just all I did was Muay Thai and sleep and train and work, and that was it. Mm. So I was like, okay, I got to get out of my comfort zone. I went to, we went to the sunny coast and we went out to dinner at an Italian restaurant. And um, it was one of those restaurants that's kind of like uh, the chefs are in the zoo. (laughs) Um, So it's like one of those restaurants where the chefs are behind glass, like in an aquarium and you can watch them at work. And so where we sat, I was actually checking out the musician. There was like a musician playing and he was quite nice to look at and he was doing a good job. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to sit at this table so I can see this musician play and watch what's going on. And where they sat us was right next to the chef's window, like directly touching the window. Okay. And um, we were having dinner and then the, I looked to my side and realized that the pizza chef, his like table was right at my window. And okay. we were, we're like, if we, if there was no glass between us, our hands could be touching each other. Like we were real close. And so he starts looking at me and I start looking at him and all of a sudden we're starting to have this like stupid flirting back and forth <laughs> <laughs> in the window. And I'm feeling real confident cause I'm what, I'm out of town. I'm like, I'm going to be a stand-up comedian. I need, what a weird, like, <laughs> like I've never through talked. Through the glass, we're just kind of looking at each other. Well, it was like. He's kneading the dough sexually. Is yeah. That his, he's just like kneading it into just putting his fingers <laughs> in it more or what, like what's, what's the flirtation? No, I, How does a pizza chef flirt through the window? He had a, he he had a big long rod okay that was well attached. we haven't got to that part of the story yet <laughs> also not <laughs> it was it was more like a panini oh okay right <laughs> <laughs> and uh so he had this like long rod that was attached to a what do you call that like oh, a, you're talking about the pan thing they yeah. put in the wood fire the oven yeah, yeah so yeah. the pizza goes on the end of it and so he'd like put it in the oven and he'd look at me and he'd like slide it into the oven oh, like, then, like sexually and then a bit harder yeah. and then out for a little bit yeah. and then back in and a little put it back in <laughs> and so we were just like it was like you know like online chatting or something like you know it's never going anywhere so it can be real fun so right. i was being like "Ooh, this is so fun and then at the end of my meal, I had pasta. I didn't end up having pizza. Uh, I always save that for later. Um, <laughs> well, you've been watching it get made. Yeah. And you're like, oh, he's fucking the pizzas. I yeah, don't want to come all over that. <laughs> so, he, um, so I had pasta, and at the end of my meal, I wrote, call me in, in pasta. pasta on my plate. This is Lady in the Tramp style <laughs> meal. Yeah. It was pretty impressive. It yeah. was fettuccine, so it was quite oh, thick. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. And so you wrote... You call me mm-hmm. in the pasta and the number because that's even more no, impressive. I was going to write my number in pasta. That's what I started, and then I was like, "He's not going to get that." <laughs> you so have I to just order <laughs> another pasta. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and take up the whole table. 
So I like showed him the plate and he uh, looked at me and then he just went like, like shook his head and put his hands up. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. This is the worst. And then he goes, I love your number. Uh, and he mouthed that little pen in the air and I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Like I can't read. I don't speak English. Yeah, there was a bit of that. <laughs> but I also thought I thought he was going like, oh, I've got a girlfriend. Leave me alone. Yeah, right. Like this was a bit of fun. Now you're getting aggressive. Like mm. and I was just so full of shame. And then I realized <laughs> that he just was like, oh, I need your number. So I wrote my number down on the receipt and gave it to the waitress. And I was like, can you give this to the pizza chef? And she just looked at me like, yeah. This happens all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This pizza chef. He's, you reckon he talks to the maitre d'. You got those two. Sit him in the yeah, front. Yeah, sit him right there. <laughs> uh, so he, uh, I gave him my number and we just left the bar. And then I uh, just had to wait. And I was like, I don't know when he finishes work. I don't know if this is, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, is he actually going to take my number? Like, is anything going to happen? So we went and uh, sung karaoke. I ended up having like shots because I, I don't drink hardly at all. So this was like, so had you finished doing Muay Thai? Is that why you were like, like, okay, I'm going to go loose now? Because there is a fascinating part to me that you're like, yeah, I've been fighting Muay Thai, getting kicked and punched in the face for ages. I wanted to be put out of my comfort zone. <laughs> so I did stand-up comedy. I'm like, man, stand-up comedy sounds very comfortable compared to what the fuck you were doing beforehand. Yeah, like, you can sit down doing stand-up comedy. The stand-up part's just purely in the name. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Um, yeah, I never thought of it like that. I, well, because it becomes normal. Right. And, like, I was a drug-fucked idiot. Like, I was... you got into fighting to kind of change your world? Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't a drug-fucked idiot. That's an exaggeration. I was a drunk. Like, I drunk way too much. I was having problems. And I just was not living... I just wasn't doing well. Okay. And so, Muay Thai kind of took me out of that. I focused on that. And I just cleared my head. And it got me... It just gave me some... And you're like, time to get back in. Shots! Yeah. <laughs> well, and I was like... Uh, yeah, it was just kind of one of those things that I was like... Uh, I had stopped drinking and I still even when I stopped fighting I had I continued to stop drinking like it just wasn't really a thing and then I was periodically like just dipping my toes in the water because mm. I didn't want being sober to be a thing that hung over me like that oh I can't I don't drink or I can't drink or yeah, whatever right. I didn't want to I didn't want that to be an avenue in my life that was a ghost that I had to outrun so I would periodically like I still now like we'll have a beer every once in a while and just see how I go with it and I'm fine the alcohol wasn't the problem. It was the way I was living my life and like right. the way I felt about myself and what I was doing with my life, like mm. just not following. So you thought, why not get into the profession and art form that is known for so many confident, <laughs> well put together uh, people that is stand up comedy. Yeah. I mean, none of them are wreaked in, in uh, controversy or alcoholism or drug abuse or depression. I know. <laughs> well, I think it's one of those things like you can only outrun yourself so far, right? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So you went, you went up to this stand like so this the stand up thing was yeah out of the comfort zone, but you're in kind of party mode. I'm gonna flirt with a chef. Well, it's because I went out of town, and really the reason why I had to have this new confidence in my head to talk to a chef, like because again, like I was saying, I did I didn't go out, I didn't mm. drink, so there was no meeting dudes. Like I hadn't hooked up with somebody for probably two years. Yeah, right. And I just I just didn't know how to even go about doing it. But because I had got it in my head, like I'm gonna do stand up, I've got to have confidence in myself. I just it like poisoned me, and mm. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going out of town. I'm go I'm gonna flirt with a dude, I'm and gonna then leave my number in a fettuccine bowl of fettuccine. <laughs> and then I you know, sung karaoke that night. It was a disaster. I'm, like, I'm not a good singer. Doing shots because I was just so yeah. I was just like I I got this. Like, yeah right. 
if I was like, if I'm going to live, I got to just give it a crack. Yeah. And then he messaged me after he finished work. Okay. So we left the karaoke bar and we were kind of like, well, what are we going to do now? And then I was like, oh, he's never going to talk to me again. Let's just go home. And then he messaged and he was like, like broken English. You, what are you up to? <laughs> and then I was like, ah, oh, uh, now this is a thing. Like, what, what do I do? I, I'm not about it for ages. And then I was oh, like, yeah. All of a sudden the confidence has gone out the window. I'm gone. The like completely arises. gone. I was like, it's been two fucking years. I don't even know. I don't know this dude at all. I don't even know if he speaks English. <laughs> I don't speak Italian. I speak a little Spanish. Like maybe I could like work around it. I don't speak any Italian, but I was like, eh. It's all it. in the hands. Yeah, exactly. And I, I mean, we <laughs> yeah, can, can do sign language. You don't. You don't have to speak to have sex, really. No, not really, no. And I, but then, I, but I was like, I don't even know how to do that. Like I've, the only times I've ever been able to just fuck a person mm. is if I've been hammered drunk. And this right. is a whole new world for me. Like three and a half years sober. And how just, old were you at the time? This is only last year. Oh right, okay. Yeah. Right. So um, then I. I, yeah, obviously decided to just go ahead with it. And I had to drive like 20 minutes away. Oh, to, no. <laughs> to it's too it. long. If it's longer than 10 minutes, you have way too much time to be able to think about the situation. <laughs> By the time I got there, I was just fucking absolutely shitting myself. Like, what am I doing? This is a terrible 20 idea. 20 minutes is almost sobering up time as well. That's Oh, I was completely sober. Like, yeah, by the time I got there, I was like, oh, no, this is fucked. <laughs> And, and I'm like, I don't, oh yeah. Like, and then in my head I'm going, I don't even know if I'm going to put out. And then I'm like, really? And then now you've done this whole thing, like, and then you, you're not going to put out? Like, what are you doing? Because <laughs> I've just come across, like, style, loose and carefree. And then, like, in the, I'm like, I'm not, I don't know how to do this. Oh, so out of practice. So, um, anyways, the night was lovely. I got in there. He gave me a glass of red wine. He chatted about pizza. We chatted about <laughs> living in Australia. Yeah, you know, he was a real artist. He like, just yeah. finished his eight-hour shift making pizza and you decided to bring it home. Well, no, nah, he brought it home. It's his art form and he was really into it. And I was like, nice, nah, cool dude, this is nice. And then I was kind of coming to the point where I was like, well, all right, I guess I should probably go. And then he just like grab. I know, because I was like, what? well, I came here for twenty minutes and learned a bit more about pizza. That's why I was flirting with you the whole time. I wasn't flirting. I was actually asking about the technique that you were using for the pizza. Yeah, you know that thing you were doing with the stick. Is that always the case? And then yeah, I was like, I guess I should go. And then he just grabbed my face and made out with me. And then I was like, oh, thank God, something is happening here. Right. Like, because I wasn't going to do it. Someone's made the move. Yeah, I yeah. certainly was not going to be the one. Um. And it was fine. Like, so we kind of hooked up that night. It was lovely. Uh, I felt comfortable. And he was like, just stay the night with me. You don't have to drive home. And I was like, yeah, all right, fine. So we got into bed, fell asleep, and it was fine. But you didn't do the deed. Kind of. <laughs> we did kind of. We were a little bit nervous. The thing wasn't. It just, it was kind of like, yeah, we're doing stuff. Okay, right. All right. So you did We were doing stuff until we fell asleep. <laughs> okay. And then... Uh, Not quite breaking the dry spell, though, is it? Nah. <laughs> well, you know, I had to wade. You know, you got to walk before you run. Yeah, well, some others say just throw the kid in the pool and let him learn how to swim. But <laughs> <laughs> I was not warmed up, all okay. right? I just needed to, I needed to, like, remember what kissing felt like. It was right. a bit much. Yeah. So we went to sleep, and then at about, like, four in the morning, the sun's filtering through the windows, and I just feel him, like, awake behind me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we're spooning 
and he's holding me from behind and I just feel like that he's awake okay. and he's kind of like pushing his awakeness into my back. Uh, someone's knocking. <laughs> yeah, like someone's knocking. Yeah, right. And I was like, oh, yeah. I, I feel a bit more relaxed and I'm not thinking so much. It's early in the morning. Like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, yeah. And so... Um, and this moment, he just took his hand and put it on the top of my shoulder, the shoulder that was up, and just pushed me straight forward so oh. that I was face down on the bed. And I was like, yeah. Before, if the, if this is the first moments of the morning? Yeah. Very big move at the earlier. <laughs> it was kind of like, you know, we're kind of like squirming around a little right. bit. Like, he's moving, he's touching me, and I'm like, oh, all right. And then he just pushes my shoulder just straight down into the bed, <laughs> the top shoulder. And like a fucking pop-up book, he comes on top of my back like so he comes with me as He's he pushes fast. me over he is on my back right. and so I'm laying there like face down into the bed flat and I, I'm familiar with this yeah. position yeah. normally what happens is that he will give me a bit of space and I'll yeah. like come up you Move know what I mean back. to get the right angle and then we're on and then things happen yeah so you're like here we go. Here we go. You're I like, know what's happening I'm here. I remember it. this. Were you go, yeah, were you like, we're back, baby. <laughs> yeah. Two years off, I'm back. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. I've had my night learning about pizza. We've done some kissing. I'm ready for the rest. Yes. All right. It's go time. Hell yeah. And he did not get off of me. He just laid there. Well, the he next didn't move back. Did not move back. Did not give me the space. What he did next was he took both of his legs and put them on the outside of my legs and then squeezed my legs together. Okay. So I was like a well, pencil kind of, in a vice. It's almost the opposite of what you'd <laughs> want to do in that. <laughs> yeah, like there's a lot of body in the way. You're kind of you closing know? the door rather yeah. than opening. Like you've been knocking this whole time and now you're like, please don't open. Yeah. Actually, okay. I'd rather the door was closed. <laughs> <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Shut up. Don't come to the door. Yeah. <laughs> I changed my mind. But he didn't change his mind because he was still there. Okay. Knocking at the back door, but not able to go in because logistically there's a fucking lot of body in the yeah, way. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm laying there like a pencil in a vice, both legs on either side of me, and uh, flat, face down in the pillow. And then he just starts fucking my thighs. Okay. So his... and like So I'm laying there, and it, this is... It, like. One in four. Does he think that's like? Does he think he's doing it? <laughs> like, well, that, that, that's like I couldn't understand it because I was yeah. like, surely you understand the logistics of what's happening here. There's so much body. Like every time he's thrusting forward, he's like hitting into my glutes, hitting into my quads. Like, Does he think he's trying to knead some dough? With I, his dick yeah, or yeah. He's been working pizza for too long. <laughs> well, and so I was like, I was like, well, what's actually? So I'm laying there, and the thought that came into my head. Oh my God, was my vagina hole like so gaping <laughs> that like the only way for him to have sex with me is to fuck me through my thighs? <laughs> that was the thought I had. Like, I thought it makes you'd you feel like, real sexy. I thought you'd be thinking, oh, it's been two years. Is this how they're doing it now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the it's game's just a changed. new way. The game's changed so much. It's now all about thighs. <laughs> I should have thought that, but being the human I am, it's so naturally crazy. just so uncomfortable. And I was like, because he had the experience of seeing what it was like a little bit the night before. That I was like, ah, right. I was like, true. oh no, oh no. Actually, yeah, you're right. He saw. He knows where it is. He knows where he's it is. Been he's, <laughs> yeah. he's been in the neighborhood. <laughs> it's 
<laughs> it was so fucking weird. And so he's just like going for it. He's like literally on my back just going hell for leather into my thighs. Like, and I, it, like with the same vigor as if he was doing it? Yes. And and, and he, my, my legs could not move. Like I And I was like trying to squirm and like get back and like trying to like. Like let's do this. Yeah, like make it happen. Yeah, yeah. And he was having none of it. Like just on. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. actually fine. This is exactly where I wanted to be. And then, <laughs> and then after like a couple minutes of this, he just leans down and whispers in my ear, baby, I going come. <laughs> like, uh, all right. <laughs> and I thought it was cute that he called me baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of like an endearing name for someone that you just masturbated on. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just laying there letting it happen. And it's not like I was, it's not like I felt like I was in any danger. Obviously, like, I'm a fighter. I could beat it the fuck It sounds like you were more disappointed. Yeah, I was just confused. <laughs> like, it was, I did not, and, and obviously a little bit self-conscious. <laughs> and I was kind of like, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> like, if this gets you off. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to fuck my feet? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever works for you. Feet would be less weird because we oh, know it as a kink. Yeah, we know that people are into that. I don't know. Some people are into inner thigh. it's an Italian thing. I don't know. I've never had sex with another Italian. Oh, I've never had sex with an Italian. To be, <laughs> no, well, to be fair, it was never the first time, was there? Uh, so, so he whispers in the ear. <laughs> whispers in my ear, baby, I'm going. <laughs> it's like it's so sweet and endearing. I'm like, baby. And then a- as soon as I'm questioning the baby, he just pulls his dick out of my thighs and just comes all over my whole back. Oh, no. Yeah. When we say all over. Like, he dropped a big load all like over Like a painter's back. radio. Yeah. Yeah, right. Jesus Christ. And I, and I was like, ah. Oh. Like, oh, he, yes. yeah, he's not joking. Okay. And so then I was just kind of laying there for a minute. And then he just immediately, like, jumps up and runs out to the bathroom and turns the shower on. And then he's like, you can go into the shower. And I was like, mate, have you ever cummed on yourself and tried to wash it off with water? <laughs> like... No, thank you. Get yourself your favorite fucking T-shirt and get this off of me immediately. <laughs> like, wipe this off of yeah, my get bed. your apron from last night. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather have pizza sauce on me or anything else, <laughs> chicken juice, than this shit on my back right now. So then I, yeah, I cleaned myself up. The sun was up. And I was like, well, thank you so much for the wonderful evening. And he was like, it was really lovely to meet you. <laughs> I shook hands. And I got the fuck out of there. And then he did, like, he even messaged me later on and was like, oh, I had a great night. Like dreaming about your thighs. Yeah. <laughs> like, you want to catch up again? And I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. What? So, so like, you thought you were going to break your dry spell. Yeah. But I, I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no. Like it, like, it was a quarter of the way there. Yeah. But do you know what? Maybe it was for the best. Like, it kind of eased me back into the game. Yeah, did like, was after that moment, we were like, oh, I've got to get this done. No. <laughs> I know no. you were like... No, it was the opposite. I was like, yeah, I've had enough. <laughs> I remember why I don't do this, and I will never do that again. 